Good afternoon, good afternoon, my podcast family. Today is June the 3rd, Monday, June the 3rd. I hope everyone had a fabulous weekend. And we're going to move on um, in our study of Babylon, just laying the groundwork and the framework for the podcast so that as we begin to uh, get into other subjects such as current events, current happenings in the world, interviews, book reviews, and things of that nature, we'll understand the perspective um, that the podcast is coming from. I am your hostess with the mostest, Evangelist Liz G., also known as Mary Elizabeth, to friends and family. And today we're going to move away from the book of Daniel and we are heading on to the book of Genesis. We're going back to the beginning. Babylon has been mentioned from the beginning of the Bible through the end of the Bible. That's why we're going to give relevance and credence and examination to what is going on in Babylon because God did. So what is it that maybe we're missing that we don't understand about things that are happening in our world today? That means for Babylon to be mentioned in the book of Revelation toward the end when things change in the world, that means everything in between that Babylon is still alive and well. And guess what? We are the in-between and we are definitely living based on what we have studied thus far in the book of Daniel, in a Babylonian age and culture. So let's go back to the beginning um, in the very first book of this King James Bible, chapter 11. It says, And the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. And it came to pass, as they journeyed from the east, that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. And I believe we already touched on the land of Shinar when we were studying Daniel. It was mentioned that the image was placed, I believe, in the land of Shinar. We'll go back and double check that in the teaching. And they said to one another, Go, let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone, and slime they had for mortar. And they said, Go to, let us build us a city and a tower, whose top may reach unto heaven, and let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. And this is a common thread that the enemy uses to push people to do things that would be contrary to God. They said, let's make a name for ourselves. And a lot of people in today's society, in an effort to make a name for themselves, are willing to do just about anything and everything. And if you don't believe me, just go look at some of the latest videos. I actually was listening to some worship and a video came up in my YouTube thread that I could 
click on and look. I guess it was trending. And it had over a billion views. And it was Cardi B, the girl that, um, the little young guy, uh, Justin Bieber was going with, Selena Gomez, and a couple of other names I had never heard of. So I'm like a billion views, a billion people are watching this. So let me go check it and go hit the button and see what's going on. See what's happening in Babylon. Because I know if Cardi B's in it, Babylon is involved. Sorry, Cardi B. <laughs> but uh, some of the things that you just see, even in the styles and the clothes that she wears and she presented at the, the Met Awards, definitely are giving off a vibe and a message of otherworldly, supernatural, and quite frankly, demonic. So as I looked at this video, true to form, that's exactly what they were doing. In many scenes, she appeared in an image of a she-devil, of what we think the enemy looks like with the horns on the head and the big long robe. And I'm sure there is some spiritual significance to these images because clothes are also closely related to spiritualism and spirituality. That's why it really does matter what we wear. I know we're in an age where people are, quote, don't want to be religious and dictate to people what they should wear or not wear to church, but it does make a difference. When you present yourself, it always has made a difference, God. When you presented yourself, when you came into the temple for the priest, to be clothed in certain garments. There were certain ways that they had to pre present themselves, not only physically in their attire, but spiritually. There's a certain heart condition, a certain mind condition that we must present ourselves to God to or run the risk of incurring the wrath of God. So it does matter what we wear and how we present ourselves when we come to worship and uh, to the temple because obviously it matters to our modern day culture how they're presenting themselves is not just art and this is what most people who are not looking from a spiritual perspective what they the significance that they try to attach to it to make it harmless oh this is just art this is artistic. You guys just don't understand. You know, it's as if these people are more highly evolved and elevated than the rest of society. And we're just all minions, uneducated um, for not understanding what they are presenting or not just accepting it as art. So, again, back to the video. She had on the long cape and the robe, and they had, it was very dark in the background. One thing that really stood out to me in the video is that there's a scene where the camera is looking down on a group of people, which looks like they're in a pit, and they are, everybody is moving around, writhing around in the pit. It kind of... Um, also looks like it could be uh, some type of sexual orgy. But the main thing I see in the pit, and Cardi's in the pit, 
Selena Gomez is in the pit and these other artists are in the pit and it's showing it from far enough up front. If you look down, it looks like a pit of snakes and they're moving around like snakes. So, <laughs> you know, it's a pretty unsettling image, but it is exactly what it is. The spirits, the snake and python demonic spiritual references it's right there before our eyes, but you have to have spiritual eyes to be able to see it. So they're showing us and they're showing the world, but most people are just grooving to the beat. Ah, it came to me. It's called Taki Taki, T-A-K-I, T-A-K-I. And So when you have an opportunity, you can check the video out for yourself. Make sure you pray and you anoint yourself with holy oil. People don't understand. And make sure that you are checking out what your children are listening to. Don't allow your children to listen to this demonic stuff in the name of art and artistry. Because we've already learned in the preceding episode how closely music is related to worship and they are worshiping they're just not worshiping our god they are worshiping false god they are worshiping the spirit of babylon this same spirit said let's go build us a city and a tower uh, that it may reach unto heaven and let us make a name for ourselves lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the earth they want to be famous they want to be famous, and they're joining together. They're joining forces, just like they did in the video uh, that we were uh, talking about in just a few a few moments ago. So this is another characteristic of um, Babylon. We see them worshiping through the music. A lot of the the video is also in Spanish. So people who don't are not bilingual, who don't understand Spanish, they're just jamming and they're dancing to the beat. They're bowing down to the beat, but they don't even know the words and the chants and the incantations and things that are being spoken over their lives, that they are bowing down to the sound. And verse 5, we're in chapter 11 of Genesis, verse 5. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded. Came down to see what they were up to. What are you doing? Let's go see this city and this tower. That's why we as children of God, we have to examine also things that are going on in culture, things that are going on in the earth, in the flesh, to see. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one. didn't say are one. It said is one. And they have all one language. And this they begin to do. And now nothing will be restrained from them which they have ima imagined to do and that is a principle and a concept that people are joined together in one voice one language basically one mind they are joined together in one covenant 
They are under covenant with each other. They may be operating in different forms and formats, uh, manifestations in the spiritual realm, but they are all under the same covenant. It, they may be under, un, operating under the spirit of the snake or the python or the god or the goddess of the sea or the mermaid spirit. And we will get into these different type of powers and principalities, but they are all under a demonic covenant. And so I will say this to for understanding when I mention God or goddesses that they were serving under God or goddesses, not saying that these God or goddesses are real, that there are any other gods besides our one God. I'm saying they were serving demonic entities, principalities, powers, personalities that have exalted themselves, as we'll see they did here in the book of Genesis, to try to elevate themselves into um, a heavenly realm and it said they were one language and they began to do and now nothing be, will be restrained from them and as we can see in modern day culture as they unite in an unholy alliance there's really nothing that's being withheld from them even lawfully they have made it lawful in the land for them to be able to do certain things, for them to be able to participate in certain sins and things that are directly opposed to God. They have incorporated into their Babylonian code of rebellion, and they have made it a law in the land covered under a law that says it's okay to do certain things, that it's okay, doesn't mean that it's okay in the heavenly realm. It said, go, go to, let us go down and there and confound their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. And right now we're going to take a cue from the Holy Spirit and we're going to send out a prayer into the universe over our lives and over our family's lives, that God would confuse and confound the devices of the enemy and the weapons that they may try to form against us and our families. Confuse those spirits, Father, in the name of Jesus, and confound their language and break the covenants and the ties that they have formed against us. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there upon the face of all the earth, and they left off to build the city. The city was left in ruins. The city was left incomplete. God scattered them abroad over the face of the earth. He separated them. Nine, therefore, in the name, therefore is the name of it called Babel. And this is where Babylon, they have gone back to, they went back to rebuild Babylon. And in the same area, in the same region, you have a lot of spiritual wickedness coming out of this area even today. Again, Babylon, if you look on a map, is in the Middle East, it's in Mesopotamia. It's in areas that we hear about on the news all the time. Iraq, Iran, um, Saudi Arabia, um, 
Israel, these areas are not far from where all of this took place, where we get our terrorist organizations who have wreaked havoc upon the world. And a lot of times I won't call specific names because I know over the airwaves, Big Brother is always listening. It's not because I fear Big Brother, but it's because they have certain algorithms, algorithms and things that they pick up and they try to interfere with the work that you are doing. So I'll let you all infer some things and search out some things for yourself. Therefore, in the name, therefore is the name of it called Babel because the Lord did confound the language of all the earth and from thence did the Lord scatter them abroad upon the face of the earth. And right after that, in verse 10, this will be your lesson for today. You, you go into the ancestry of Abraham. And ancestry is definitely important, um, to God because God keeps his promises on down through the generations as he will keep them for us. And I will say this um, in ending of this segment, God connected me with the day of Pentecost when it came to languages. Because I began to think, when was another time when the languages, when there was a you know, something to do with languages and the, and the scattering of languages and what was the significance of the holy language coming down upon us, why it is significant for us as believers when the Holy Ghost comes upon us that we began to speak in tongues. And God connected this, uh, these two events that happened in two very different time frames here on the earth and the Holy Spirit revealed to me that the reason believers are empowered and infused with the Holy Ghost and we begin to speak with the holy language he has given us the one language back but it is a holy language it is not like the language that they had in the beginning um, that that can be perverted as it was in the realm of the Tower of Babel. So now he has given us, through the day of Pentecost, he has given us a holy language where we, as the kingdom people of God now, because now we are literally a new race of people, believers are a new, we become, we become part of the kingdom of God, of a heavenly family. Therefore, we have a heavenly language that confounds our enemies and God gives us gifts of interpretation so that we can understand the different languages um, that come through the, the, the heavenly realm. There were people who heard their original languages on the day of Pentecost, but they heard it through the Spirit. And in this realm, that's why we are encouraged to pray in the Spirit because the enemy doesn't understand what we're praying about and what we're talking about. So I would encourage all believers, as I've been encouraged to um, my pastors, to make sure that you take time on a daily basis to pray 
in your heavenly language. You may not understand everything that you're praying about, but the Holy Spirit understands. And the Holy Spirit is activated and he operates through our prayers in the Holy Spirit. So we're going to take a moment and we're going to pray right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the word that you have given us regarding uh, Babylon and understanding the times that we are living in. Help us to see with spiritual eyes. Help us to hear with spiritual ears. Help us to speak with spiritual words. You have given us all things for edification, for building up of the body of Christ. Father, help us not to be sheep walking blindly to the slaughter, but give us power that help us to operate in the power that you have already given us through the spiritual gifts. Father, increase our use and embolden us in our use of the spiritual tongues that you have given us. Help us to speak in our heavenly language and our prayer time. Lord, make us ministers of your gospel. Lord, continue to take away the blinders from our eyes and the blinders from our ears and help us to walk in your authority and your dominion upon the earth and help us to know that regardless of what the enemy is doing, in the end we will win. Help us to protect our families and our children from the influences of Babylon so that we don't knowingly or unknowingly bow down to the influences that are around us. Help us, Father, to be light in a time of darkness. And we'll give you all the glory and praise in Jesus' name. So we'll see you uh, or you'll hear from us on our next episode. And until then, have a wonderful day.